Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Nielsen, Martin, McDowell, Albertson, Stevens, Winters, Bogline and Hackman. We're going topsy-turvy in 1972's The Poseidon Adventure. Just before we hit the intro music, John, have you got any New Year's resolutions? My New Year's resolution is to stop drinking as much because I'm actually spending more money on hangover aromatherapy steamers than I am actually on drink. All right, okay. Well, that's handy because we, this week, are sponsored by mypersonalspace.me. My Personal Space are a family-run company that offers UK-made, handmade, vegan and cruelty-free pamper goods, either online or at the Derby Eagle Market shop. So they sent us this huge hamper of things, didn't they? Indeed. John got the, as he mentioned before, the hangover aromatherapy shower steamer, which is easy for him to say, but he's not hungover. <laughs> Purple bugger alarm, is that moment all over again? How was that, John? Is it good stuff? Yeah, it was good, yeah, yeah, I must admit. It was uh, very peppery. It just helped me breathe as well, get me through the oh, runner, get me through great. the runner. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I've been using their nourishing beard oil. Uh, which is super. It's kind of like a bit sandalwoody. Um, and they've also sent us loads and loads of soap. Because um, one of my big things for the year is to cut out single-use plastics where best I can. And that is absolutely where this company comes in. My personal space, hand-cut the soap themselves. It's wrapped in, in greaseproof paper. It, it's boxed up and sent out to your home. Or you can go in the shop and you can select what you want. You can smell the whole thing. Their website is absolutely laden with stuff. I've also got, John, I haven't told you about this, but I've got six bars of vegan chocolate as well. You ain't getting any of that. Uh, long and proper. I'm telling you. Or vegan. <laughs> or vegan right, okay. <laughs> so I've got that as well. Uh, they also sell stuff for your pets. Uh, Colin Robinson has got this little tin of pet wonder balm. For his little tootsies. Wunderbarm. Wunderbarm. So we'll, uh, if he doesn't let me put that on on him, we'll we'll give that to you for Keith. Oh, thank you. Uh, because that'll be good for his feet when he's been out on his walkies. <laughs> Sounds like let a me put it on your feet as well. <laughs> Once again, for all your pamper needs, for getting you clean, uh, do go to the store, do drop online. They'll answer any questions you've got and they'll help you pick the best thing for you. Uh, just message the team at mypersonalspace.me or find them on Facebook or Instagram. Very, very proud to say that we are sponsored by them. Tell them we sent you, and they might even throw in a little bit extra. They're not expecting that, but try it. Who knows? <laughs> even cut on your vegan. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Planty. And I'm the gift that keeps on giving, I'm John. John, Happy New Year to you sir. Happy New Year to you as well, big guy, Happy New Year. Did you have a good Christmas? Well, I've just overindulged, I feel a wee bit fat about I'm going to work it off next year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i say that every year yeah it's it's been it's been a good christmas i've not been too great myself injured my back uh but uh I'm, I'm getting there i'm getting back on it i feel like we've between us we've had a very festive podcasty christmas haven't we yeah we've been we've, we've been, we've been in, everywhere in between in we have been in a yeah, bit we've been on that efkin show which is live now get on that uh for the are you a dead quiz uh, tom and i have been on 
Mother African show again for a Christmas Simpsons <laughs> Christmas quick Christmas quiz. And on the subject of quizzes, of course, I'm sure by now you caught the first part and the subsequent second two parts, final two parts of the uh, end of year quiz that we did, ripping off Channel 4's The Big Fat <laughs> Quiz of the Year. We did indeed. Super familiar with the Wilsons and the Belson boys as well. If that you was so funny. So funny. That, we had yeah. so much fun. And Kirsty was on it as well. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Chris that was good. The that quiz, was good. The as we call them. Quistress, <laughs> quizzling. <laughs> but as we roll into our, John, into our third year, Jesus. can you believe it? Our Jesus. third year of people listening, not that anybody <laughs> listens. Uh, <laughs> Surprised we've not been sued yet. <laughs> it's it's coming. It's absolutely coming. Uh, <laughs> most of them are litigious, aren't they? Let's be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So we are talking about a wet. 1972's The Poseidon Adventure. 1972. It looks brilliant for 72, John. It really does, yeah. It's, yeah, it's held that well. Practical effects yeah, yeah. do not age. That's they really don't. Yeah, Matt Payton's don't age either, contrary to what my wife said at the end. She would, oh, that looks rubbish. <laughs> no, it doesn't look brilliant. Uh, and Roddy McDowell's bloody uh, accent, hasn't he improved <laughs> any? Has Roddy McDowell's <laughs> accent was atrocious. Was he Scouse? Was he Scottish? Was well, he Irish? We've, we've got Who more on that. We have got more on that. We'll oh, have you? Fantastic. We'll, we'll I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> oh, Okay, what else could we have been watching in 1972? Had either of us been born? So, uh, no. So I was I was 75, so I'd missed all this good stuff. So we've got uh, Battle of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that's cool. Grim. Uh, <laughs> Vampire Circus. Ooh. Okay. There's a lot of Blackula. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> the, the, the Blunch Black of Blotra Blame. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the Carry On period. So we had, in one year, we had Carry On Matron and Carry On Abroad. Okay. okay. Uh, carry On Matron's much better than Carry On Abroad. Oh, okay. God, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had The Godfather, we're ending on a year. So we've got The Godfather, uh, <laughs> The Poseidon Adventure, and Deliverance, one of your faves. Oh, Deliverance, yeah, absolutely. The inspiration for the show. Hell oh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, and uh, if you want to hear me talk about Deliverance, you can do so on Cult Connections. <laughs> done that already. Plug, plug, plug. I uh, know, absolutely. Uh, right, let's crack on. Of course, this is the podcast where we try and learn 100 things from the film that we're talking about. I'm going to run you through. Spoilers abound. We'll talk through the story. We'll hopefully have a couple of giggles. But I guarantee one thing, and one thing alone, you will learn something from this. I absolutely guarantee you'll learn something. Devil, without a doubt. Right, it opens telling us that it's based on a novel, the novel The Poseidon Adventure, written by Paul Galicio. I would assume that's pronounced. Uh, Paul Galicio, in case you didn't know John, uh, published The Poseidon Adventure in 1969. The story was inspired by a trip he took on the Queen Mary ocean liner in 1937. What? During which the ship turned on its side in high waves. This is brilliant, by the way. Several characters didn't make it into the film when the screenplay was written. A character called Susan Shelby, who was raped. A relative, Robin Shelby, who dies. And Reverend Scott, who commits suicide. Bloody Nora. Mm. (laughs) That's dark. It it wasn't a big hit, the book, and only after the film was released uh, did it become a bestseller and it topped the New York York charts. Right. Um, So that's, that's kind of a little bit of background on on who he is and, 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 and what that was. Before we get into it, the film cost $4.7 million to make, and it made $125 million. Talk about Jesus. value. 
that's, that's amazing. Right. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's Flash out at the beginning before the film starts is this uh, Irwin Allen, which which mm-hmm. piqued my interest because I, I remember seeing the name a few times. So this producer is known as the Master of Disaster. The reason for that is because he produced the Town Inferno, Town Inferno yeah. Voice to the Bottom of the Sea, Lost in Space, Time Tunnel, and Land of the Giants. So it's got that sort of feel about it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Land of the Man, Giants. Man, uh, this movie would have been better. I mean, it was a great film. I had a fantastic time. It would have been even better if it was a giant hand, polystyrene <laughs> hand came in from the side of the screen and, and pushed the boat over. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been a bit more into that. <laughs> but that's why, that's why it looked so familiar. That the feeling <laughs> it looked so familiar if he's had his hand in it. Land of the Giants was one of those that, that I used to watch with my gran when I was little. It was, a Sunday, it was a Sunday thing. It was that, Channel 4, yeah. yeah that, that, that and Lost in Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's an after Sunday school memory for me. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. Yeah. Oh, more, more, more churchy stuff in this episode. Blimey. Uh, this little boy is crossing the deck, basically running into a wind that doesn't exist. That's what it is. Buckets of water thrown over him. Exactly. It's a terrible storm. He's, he's this tiny yeah. guy. Uh, on the bridge, there's the captain. Uh, who was the captain, John? Oh, God, it's uh, Frank Drebin. It is. <laughs> now, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Still in his serious Leslie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he didn't have his pure white hair. He still had a bit of dark in the hair, so that's when you know he's in his serious phase. Yeah, and he was, and and he was very good at, at being a you know a, a sensible kind of a, a good hand at the wheel, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Uh, aye, putting aye. A, put in a, a bad situation. Although of I was course, we say, "Don't call me Shirley at any given moment." <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to that. We have covered airplane. If you want to hear us talk about a silly. One of his uh, yeah. was our, I want to say our third episode, John. Wow. Third or fourth episode. Yeah, it was uh, quite early. Very on. early doors. Hungover I think I might have had one. COVID. <laughs> I was hungover. Uh, you were hungover. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we don't know. I haven't had COVID since. Happy times, big man. Happy times. Indeed, yeah. Um, like, he calls the engines uh, and there's nothing they can do to stabilise because he's talking about stabilising. Uh, but there's nothing he can do about that. Uh, the kid makes it to the bridge, <laughs> and he says, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" He says, "Sir, I'm such and such." And he says, "Yeah, but what are you doing here?" He says, "You said I could visit any time." He's like, "Yeah, but not now. <laughs> I know. Now's a terrible time." What were you thinking? <laughs> um, but he, he, the, the captain's unhappy um, because this guy Linarcos, who is working for the new owners of the of of, of the shipping company, um, has told them to go quicker into the storm. Yeah. Uh, the kids yeah. going on about how much he surfed these huge 18, 18 feet waves. Yeah, um, they need they the, need to get there in time for the wrecking crew, don't they? Because the ship is being dismantled. The, it's the it's the the Poseidon's last voyage. The very last one, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's her last day before retirement. <laughs> <laughs> She's too old for this Still shit job. <laughs> that 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 model itself was twenty five feet long, and it was based on the Queen Mary. So it's weird it, that you see that. All right, fantastic. That's they they shot it. Fantastic. They actually shot yeah. it on. The Queen Mary, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. The uh, the, the the ballroom, not the one they destroy. No, <laughs> the ballroom <laughs> shot on the Queen Mary. You're right. Uh, they didn't take on more ballast when yes. they stopped, and which can play so that they're going from New York to Athens. Now, you can't go on a pleasure cruise at the moment from New York to Athens. I've looked yeah, this up. I've tried it. I, yeah, yeah. I've looked did a bit it. of looking this up. I, I, there was no way to do it. I know. I know how long it will take you to get there, but uh, oh, please tell us. 
Yeah, so looking at this, so it looks as if, if to go from the port of Pyros. Pyros. Pyros, right. So yeah, Gyros. The... That's those, uh, <laughs> those meats in a wrap with a bit of chips in it. Yeah. Right. Uh, to New York port at 20 knots, it would take you 10 and, 10 and a half days. Oh, hey, fantastic. Look at you with the speed and everything. Good man. If you did want to go with Norwegian cruises, which sounds a bit pervy, uh, the Mediterranean, New York to Mediterranean Europe cruise will cost you uh, uh, $1,232 per person, and it's 16 nights. And it calls at the following ports. Royal Naval Dockyard, Bermuda, which sounds really fucking glamorous, it's, doesn't it? It's, it's, it's <laughs> Where's the first, our first port of call is the Royal Naval Dockyard, Bermuda. <laughs> getting fucking scrapped. <laughs> uh, Ponta del Gaza in the Azores, Lisbon, Portugal, Seville, Spain, Granada, Malaga, Spain. Hello, mother. Hello, father. Here I'm docked in. Granada doesn't really work, but yeah, okay. <laughs> you made it work. <laughs> I did make it work, yes. Uh, I'd be for Spain, Bajalona, as the locals call it, Spain, Cannes, France, uh, Florence in Italy, and Rome in Italy before getting back on the boat and spending like in however many days. That sounds like a, that sounds like a love boat episode. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now we'll be. In the Royal Dockyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily, funnily enough, two of the stars in this were actually in the love boat. Oh, right. Okay, uh, who's Ernest, that? Ernest Borgnine and uh, Shelley Winters. Have they both been on the love boat? Aye, as a couple on the love boat. Yeah, I, saw, I think it was somewhere in Italy. They met in Italy or something like that. But yeah, right, people okay. in the love boat. So. How, did the, how, how did these two really New York people <laughs> meet in Italy? In Italy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd gone to find original Joe's pizza. They didn't realise it was on 33rd and Western. West. <laughs> no, that, I might have just made that up. They might you not don't. be 33rd and Western. New Yorkers <laughs> tell me. They were like, hey, there's no 33rd and Western over here. I get work. <laughs> So, so our American listeners are we new, thank you. <laughs> we've upset Kiwis, we've upset Americans, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the issue is they haven't taken on more ballast. Yeah. So the, 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 issue, the, the issue the captain's got is because that would make them go slower. Now, ballast is heavy materials put at the bottom of the ship to cause stability. Yep. It's yeah, the yep. most simple but effective thing I've learned this week. That's what I've got it, as well, so I'm going to take that out. <laughs> <laughs> So, because the Poseidon in this story is improperly ballast, ballasted, ballasted, I might have made that word up, because ballast. the ballast is yeah, <laughs> ballast, <laughs> um, it could possibly realistically cause the rollover when hit by a big enough, strong enough. Ernest Borgnine, now, look, this, uh, this is our third Ernie Borgnine. Yeah, we've been in the bog a Join. few times. We... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're trying to get you nine. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> That's the clip. Well done. Um, he, he's he's Mr. Rogo, uh, and and his his wife, Mrs. Rogo. Now, this yeah. actress, you, you're you, I've just seen your face there. <laughs> foxy, she a bit foxy, Jill. Yeah, Stella Stevens. Foxy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stella yeah. Stevens. Yeah, she uh, she absolutely was. She had this. Um... You float my boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd certainly give her a wave. That doesn't work. 
Yeah. Oh, you ruined it, man. <laughs> I told you. Story of my life. Yeah, yeah she, she's exceptionally fun. And Ernest Borgnine being Ernest Borgnine, she's, she's got... Um, she's basically seasick. Yeah, the, the doctor comes in. Yeah, yeah. To see her. And he's like, it's food poisoning. <laughs> Isn't it? It's not food poisoning. Here's some pills for seasickness. <laughs> Royo's furious, isn't he? Uh, he's, um, what the hell's she supposed to do with these? She can't. She can't keep keep anything down. down What's she supposed to do with these? They're suppositories, Mister Rogo. <laughs> and she's like, I know what I could do with them. <laughs> Get them out. I, I didn't realise this because I thought that was just them being a bit dramatic. But it turns out there is suppositories for seasickness. There is suppositories for seasickness. That that's not the only cure uh, for seasickness, of course. Um, you can get these kind of like pressure things oh, to put on your wrists, yeah, acupuncture is, pressure. Is that the Two for one ninety four on Amazon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, suppositories, uh, <laughs> as good as these things are, I might as well stick them up my ass, as Renton <laughs> says Renton. in uh, Trainspotting. Oh, happy times. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, recommended that you don't go for a shit uh, up to one hour after taking a suppository. <laughs> Jesus. You've got to give them time to work. <laughs> Next morning, Mr. and Mrs. Rosen, right? I, I, I'm just going to put it out there. These two particular actors, and I assume... Specifically, that they are Jewish actors. I didn't look yeah. into the, 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 yeah, the religion that. of the actors, but they play it such a very old Jewish couple, and, and and I love them for it. Jack Albertson is. Well, what do you know him from, John? <laughs> oh, is um, Charlie Bucket's grandpa? Grandpa Joe, right? <laughs> grandpa Joe. Now I like Grandpa Joe, and I've always been on Grandpa Joe's side, but yeah. I'm calling it now, mate. I am calling it as. He, he was basically a lazy bastard because at the end of that, as soon as he found out he could get some chocolate, he was fine doing it. And then he was fine swimming for bloody 30 seconds underwater. Yeah, like yeah, but, yeah but this, this, this freaked me out is um, well at the table scene, he's sitting next to this really young, hot, tanned looking lass. And then we're up dancing. He can n- not stop himself, but he just wants to stog her, snog her. And I thought that was a bit weird. Like she's a proper young lass and he went in for the, he went in for the winch. <laughs> he went in for the winch indeed. And she, the thing is, they all know that his grandson is the heir to a, a, a massive chocolate dynasty. As boys, I, yeah, yeah, gold diggers. They're sat on this deck, and Mr. Martin runs by. Now, Mr. Martin was a very strange character to me because I, I couldn't quite figure out how old he was supposed to be. Right. I just couldn't. I, 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 I think was he meant to be in his fifties? Yeah, because he was certainly was, pursuing the younger singer, wasn't he? Well, he was, but he wasn't. He's, he was a, conf- a confirmed uh, bachelor, you know, throughout the whole thing. Uh, this actor, Red Red Buttons, great name, yeah, fantastic. Red, Red Buttons, real name, uh, Alan Chwat. <laughs> Chwat. No, but his name is so. His name is his name is uh, Red Buttons, but he's a haberdasher, isn't he? Oh so yes, it's a haberdasher. Well, for us, it's haberdasher for us in Britain is somebody that deals with sewing stuff like buttons and buttons. zips and stuff like. That. Yeah. In America, it's a dealer in men's clothes, so it was quite. Apt. Oh right, okay. So oh, no, I didn't meanings. know the difference. Yeah, good man, fantastic. Yeah, and and arguably the 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 hero of the piece, this guy. Yeah, arguably. Yeah, it's a few times step then. Yeah, he's not my favourite character, but uh, he's he's quite likable. Yep. Uh, yeah. They're off to meet their grandson in Israel for the first time. 
So much so that they don't mention the name of the kid at all. At any point. Yeah, never. Yeah, they don't at any point say, Young Avi, we're going to see Young Avi. No, 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 no. no. Uh, There's these two priests talking. uh, And one is Scott, who is the absolute hero of the piece. Yes. Best character in the whole thing. Great actor. Who was it? It's Gene Hackman. It's uh, Lex Luthor. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Luthor? Lord Luthor? <laughs> Mr. Luthor? Love it that. is. Gene Hackman. And again, Rachel turned to me and went, never been young, has he? Well, no. I mean, you know, arguably he would have been about 40. Well, <laughs> it was, so look at this up. He was 43 when he made it, right? But he was only three years younger than Shelley Winters. Yet she played wow. this old, haggard, well, not old, haggard, but this, this older woman. So yeah. that's a bit weird, wasn't it? All right. Okay. Fantastic to know. But he's basically going on, a prayer doesn't help, but the church can help its parishioners. Um, so because he's he's outspoken kind of way with things, they're sending him to Africa for his transgressions. <laughs> <laughs> but he's delighted about it because he can go and make a difference. He... He's a he's a he's, good he's a good man. He he's got into he's he unbound. He's, he's unbound now. That's he's right. Freedom. That's right. He's unbound. Uh, Lamarcus demands that the captain sends them what is known as full ahead. Now, this is my favourite thing I've learned because this the, this is where the podcast helps out the most. You know that handle on that circular kind of brass thing with all the the words on it on old ships. Yeah. Stop. Full stop. Down? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring, bring. That's right. Now, I always thought that made the ship go quicker. It doesn't. Instructions to the uh, it, the room. Yeah, yeah. That's it, to the engine room. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. And full ahead is the fastest forward speed possible for a ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's it's called an engine order telegraph, listeners. Engine Ooh. order telegraph. Right. Great bit of kit, that. Fantastic. Oh, I was absolutely certain. I was absolutely certain that that wasn't what it was for. <laughs> when we're talking about that, I'm just going to put it out there. The average speed for a cruise ship nowadays is 30 knots, and the average lifespan of a, a cruise ship is 30 years, but they'll get more out of it. Just while you're on that, 30 knots. Is that is that African or European cruise ship? <laughs> and is it laden or unladen? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that because it says... It, it, it says it could be more, and then obviously looking at some of the uh, films we've seen with those old ships, thinking, yeah, it's got another 30 years more. <laughs> who'll know? No one will know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny. Uh, this is the first time I've looked things up for our podcast and found that there's been a few instances of things being argued that, that things aren't the case. So there's one particular fact we're going to come to shortly. Mm-hmm. Where I've I've got a range of years where it where it could be the case, but we'll come to that. So as I said, it's the Poseidon's last voyage. It's not up to full ahead. And he said, "Well, look, I'm representing the owners, so you'll be doing it." Get and Leslie Nielsen's line: "You irresponsible bastard." <laughs> it's a great line. It's fantastic. <laughs> he oh. says it with such kind of he's such a well-spoken, Bigger. you know, good actor. Yeah, yeah. But they've rigged, they've rigged the lifelines, haven't they? He says, um, have you rigged the lifelines? Oh, uh, yeah. He says, oh, yeah, all but one of them. Yeah, <laughs> needs to be- what? So I, I thought lifelines were basically things that tell you on, but it's not. It's basically just all the ropes that go around the ship and any ropes. And if you notice, they go up and down stairs, and at yeah. the stairs, there's ropes. Oh, so those are lifelines? Yeah, those are all right, lifelines. Anything right. that can hold the people on or hold them when they're walking. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a... Good to know, big man. Good I thought know. it was. Uh, I thought it was phone a friend. <laughs> I was certain of it. Obviously, so. 
or, or telegram a friend in this case. And <laughs> <laughs> you know to telegraph a friend, but as long as he's in the, uh, <laughs> as long as in the game, tele- as long as he's tele- coking the engines. Telegram, <laughs> I love you. Full stop. <laughs> a little uh, about to hit a wave. Full stop. <laughs> a little nautical humour for you there, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Aye, aye, John. Below deck in this restaurant. Um, and there's this band practicing, yeah. right? And they're singing this, you know, there has to be a morning after this this girl, this this character Nonny, yeah. Right? Hey, Nonny, no, was all I could think. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Played by Carol Lindley. All right, okay, yeah. What can you tell us about Carol Lindley? Anything? Uh, just that the, the red buttons and Carol Lindley absolutely hated each other during production, but later on in life became best friends. All right. Oh, fantastic. That is interesting. Uh, the song was written for the film by Al Kasher and Joel Hishhorn. Uh, the song performed by Maureen McGovern on the soundtrack uh, won the Oscar for Best Original Song for well. the year at the uh, Academy Awards. She also won the, the Oscar, along with Kasher and Hershorn, who had written it, for the theme to The Tower in Inferno. Wow, there you me. go. How hip were disaster movies in the 70s, daddy-o? I know, just to get nominated for all sorts. Nowadays it's like, oh my God. Fantastic, because stuff like that now, I mean, look look at Skyscraper. Skyscraper was rubbish, right? Yeah, I know. It was a CG mess. Yeah. And the one uh, was where... It the Day After the, Tomorrow and stuff like that? Just all the yeah, disaster that movies stuff, now. that stuff's never... I mean, this got nominated for nine Oscars. I'm, I'm going ahead with my facts here, but that got, it's got nominated for nine Oscars and won two, right? Mm-hmm. So... It, it's got something about it, and it's well-written, and there's peril throughout. Oh, God, yeah. If yeah, you're yeah. watching The Rock, at no point do you expect that The Rock might die. Because oh, he won't, because yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's written in his fucking contract. He's not allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, all the kids that enjoy Moana would be crying their eyes out. Kill yeah, him in Moana, do that. Fucking why not? Does he die in Moana? Hold <laughs> oh, up the thoughts. Is he a god in Moana? He's a god. Yes, he's yeah. a god. So fair, I've not watched it. <laughs> are you a god <laughs> no I'm Ray Stance <laughs> again Redmond's we're never going to cover it we're never going to cover it I don't know why I keep going on about Ghostbusters no, no. never going to do it uh, so who's listening so they, yeah, they're singing, who's yeah, they're singing this song. <laughs> it is to be the morning after and Roddy McDowell's one of the waiters isn't he and, yeah. and then there's, this, there's this old waiter he's like this old waiter does like a he, he mimics it he's like you made the the morning after mm. oh give me a Strauss waltz any day of the week <laughs> and Roddy McDowell's like oh yeah. I like it I rather really like it the, right so he <laughs> like, starts off Scottish didn't he <laughs> he right. does start off Scottish apparently he's meant to be Scottish and the only reason I know that is because he says that guy later says to him yeah, but you like the bagpipes, so he's meant to be Scottish. Oh, he does say you like the yeah. bagpipes. So, yeah. so I um, looked into it, but apparently he started off with a Scottish accent, but couldn't maintain it. So it's went, it went from American to Irish to Scottish. He sounds scouse at one point. <laughs> yeah, it went everywhere, didn't he? It was all in Thanks the for your picture. I hung it on the wall of my cabin. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just, just picking up all the accents for all the stops. He's gone, gone for Athens to New York. <laughs> New York. <laughs> yeah, but what what did he pick up at the uh, at the at the Royal Sh- Dockyard? Ah, it's got me. Or the clap. Herpes, yeah, probably. 
they're practicing this song, and later on they they play this song again. They're yeah. like the fucking Cantina band at Moss Eisley. They've only got one song. I know. I wouldn't have been disappointed if they started going. But during practice, she's uh, she's caressing this guy's hair, which is a bit weird. I'm like, oh, 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 oh Yeah, oh, and later weird? on, yeah, we'll come to that. We'll come, yeah, we'll come to that. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there so that we both yeah, picked up yeah, on that she, one yeah, bit. she's giving him a right feeling up, isn't she? Just like a Vosian advert, isn't it? Just putting a... <laughs> Vosian advert. <laughs> I, I thought he was Sonny Bono at first. A wee boy from early years talks to his sister in the cabin. They're travelling to see mum and dad in Greece, and mum and dad send them a... A, a, a telegram! A, a telegram. Telegram Sam. After his breeze of telegram, I don't know if you noticed, but he was jumped down on the bed and knocked down the ship on its side. Did you see that? Yeah. Or other things to come. But also, t- I thought telegrams were only a thing, but it turns out telegrams are a thing, mm-hmm. and apparently 12.5 million telegrams are sent annually, but they're for weddings, Funerals, graduations, and any special occasion, which is so weird. Didn't realise you could still send them. You can still that send them, yeah. Astonishing. Is an N- NTT and KDDI still offer a telegram service? I can imagine that's really expensive. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's the point. I think it's such an expensive thing that hardly anybody does it because apparently back then I was looking at how much you would send a telegram. So it's obviously the the, the money back then is this little currency it was, but it equates to. $63 in today's money. So you send a wow. telegram, but that's only for the nine, first nine months. Wow. So after that, after that you're paid, you need to pay additional. That's why they're always quite short. Like, I'm leaving you, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't get charged for the stop. No, I don't get there. No. I think the oh, stop is good. the stop. That's good to know. <laughs> Reverend Scott's sermon is not very well uh, attended. There's a few few old old bits there. Now, don't pray to God to solve your problems. Pray to the God inside you to make the right decision. Mr. and Mrs. Rogue have been invited to the captain's table. He's a detective and is dressed as such, oh God, isn't yeah. he? You know, like with the braces and, and all the that red, kind the, of the salmon shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, she was a prostitute before they got married, and she's worried she might be recognised. She says, oh, "I saw a deckman the other day. He looked pretty familiar." Even with his clothes on. (laughs) When he's dick out. (laughs) Uh, He arrested her six times. How else was I supposed to keep you off the streets before I asked you to marry me? But then it went serious. It went serious. I thought you'd have had a laugh about it, but. Yeah. Yeah, Cabby, what are you doing, Cabby? (laughs) You know, like, true romantic. Terrible cop. I know. Awful cop. Uh, I mean, that is whatever. No, as bad as Harvey Keitel and Bad Lieutenant, but he's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's still. I don't think I can ever watch that again. I it's, watched it's that bad. as a teenager, and oh, it really it affected me. Yeah, it was to me. I, it was just a scene with the two girls in the car. But we'll, that's yeah. a, that's another film. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's an episode. Maybe it's an episode. Maybe. At dinner, the banger singing the same song as we said. They've only got one song. I mean, it's going to be a really fucking long night, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. But it, it, did you notice it's a a Christmas tree? I was going to send you a message going, oh, it's a Christmas movie, until it, sh- it pans up and it says New Year. New it Year's. does, yeah. Oh, it's, wow. a new, it's a New Year's movie. That's why we picked it, isn't it? That's exactly yeah, why we picked yeah, it. Yeah. Um, it reminded me a little bit of a friend of mine told me about going to see the Lars once. Do you remember that? You remember the Lars? Oh, yeah, the One Hit Wonders. Yeah, we talked about There She Goes. Mm-hmm. 
for So I Married an Ex-Murderer. Yes. Because it plays about 100 times in it there. It really does, yeah. it's not the Lars version, it's the Bradley's version. Um, but he went to see them. He said they opened with There She Goes. Partway mm-hmm. through, like two two songs before the end, they played There She Goes. And then they came on for a encore and they played one song and There She Goes. And there they went. In one gig, and then they, and then they pissed off. And then there they went, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so Jesus, man. That's makes me think money in the bank. Yeah. Money in the bank. Martin's talking about these... Mr. Mister Martin. He's not called Martin. A lot of people are called Mr. And I, I really liked that. Such an old-fashioned way of doing it. Well, they called them um, the Young Boy Master, didn't they? Because in my, one of my first library card, it had Master John Watson to convey that I was a young kid. So, on, yeah. on my library card, it had Master Blaster! <laughs> 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 because uh, I was the big oafish one uh, with the mind of a child, and uh, I had a little, little, little person ride on my back on a regular basis. He has the mind of a child. <laughs> Never forget that. Great. Uh, again, terrible one. film. Terrible, terrible <laughs> film. I like a lot. Um, he's talking about vitamin D. So I said vitamin D. It's for virility. Not really, John. Why must the films lie to us? Why must they lie to us? Vitamin D, according to the NHS website, helps regulate the amount of calcium and phosphate in the body. A lack of vitamin D can lead to rickets. I'm absolutely certain. Seafaring thing that in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was in uh, Coronation Street. <laughs> rickets! Adam, Adam Ricketts. Adam Ricketts. <laughs> I tell you what I can tell you. The green tablet that he has is alfalfa. Right. Alfalfa is, it, it's basically like cress, kind of like cress, but it contains calcium, potassium, phosphorus, iron, vitamins A, C, E, and K, right. but is mostly used for feeding to cattle. It's often not eaten by humans. Oh, that's why he wanted it for all his, that was his uh, steroid back in the day then, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, he does the running in that mm-hmm. fantastic... He's, when he's running Fred, in his Fred, squid, squid, squid Game tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a confirmed bachelor who hasn't got time with his haberdashers, as you pointed out earlier on. Yeah. He, he gets up at like eight, he opens up at eight in the morning and closes at six. six. Except on the weekends when he closes at ten, like on That's Wednesdays and Fridays, when he closes at ten. That's crazy. Yowzer. I, I mean, know. wow, fantastic. The Rosens state they never even went to Coney Island until they sold their their business, their hardware store. <laughs> so can you imagine they never got to meet the Warriors? I know it's going. As soon as you said that, oh, I had, oh, I had this. Come out to play, <laughs> Rosens. Come out to play. <laughs> Have a look at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> You would be baseball furious, wouldn't you? Oh, you worked all those oh, years man. and you finally got a boat and you go. <laughs> uh, and as the plane crashed down, he said, Well, isn't this nice? It's not <laughs> ironic, though, Alanis. It's just really shit. Uh, the captain's called to the bridge. Uh, there's been an underwater eruption. Yeah. Uh, this asshole purser, right? <laughs> yes, the purser. This guy, the purser. I'm yeah. the purser. <laughs> Which I didn't think was a thing until I looked it up. But yeah, what you did you find well. out about the person? The person on this cruise ship is a staff member in charge of financial matters on board, specifically the chief person oversees the staff management, money, accounts, as well as many guest services on the ship. Mm-hmm. He's responsible for taking care of passengers. Now, my question to you, John, is does the person take care of the passengers in this particular movie? No, he leads them no. to death. 
he murders them. He's the worst person I've ever he, seen in my life. He, he's a terrible person. person <laughs> yeah. He he says uh, that the, he, they say, oh, well, well, what do you do? Oh, well, I'm a purser. Uh, you might think the captain's the most important person on this ship, but actually I am. All right, knobhead. <laughs> I know. I will. All right, customer service wanker. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong working in customer service, of course. We've all done it. It's midnight. And they're singing "Old Lang Syne." Now, John, you're a Scotsman. You can tell us all about "Old Lang Syne." Who wrote it? Do you know? Oh man, it was. I'll say the proper name: Robbie Burns. Robbie uh, Burns, seventeen eighty-eight. This is a thing I didn't realise. He's obviously written written in seventeen eighty-eight, but the poem didn't appear um, or wasn't published until seventeen ninety-six mm. after he died. And the tune we know today, it had. From 1799 onwards. Now, this is another fact of the show. I need to really get on with what I think is a fact of the show because I can't make my mind up. The melody for Old Lang Syne was used as the backing of the South Korean national anthem between 1918 and 1931 or 1938, depending on where you read it. What? I've various sites, they can't quite agree. But if you go on YouTube, you put in Korean National Anthem, uh, 1930, uh-huh. it will come up with uh, it, the, the words, them, them singing, it's uh-huh. like an old recording, but right. Old Lang Syne is the back. It was astonishing. But what astonishes me is because I was looking at it, because a, a lot of countries have adopted it, but um, Russia love Burns, love the song, and they sing it, and China as well. It's, 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 it's just a well-known right. song. So it's sung all around the world. That's good to know. It's something that I always enjoy. Uh, and if I'm, if, if I'm about and I'm with Scottish people, I'll always sing it. Um, it. We will be at home, and I probably won't this year, but I will hear it on uh, Jules Holland's Hootenanny. That's the Hootenanny. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Old legs on. Happy New Year, even though it's October 31st when we're recording it. Hootenanny. <laughs> Sweat and play this piano. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely going for it. Uh, now we're going to go over to Vic Reeves, who's absolutely out of his fucking tree. It's welcome to the Hoot Daddy, everybody. It's the Hoot Daddy. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that absolutely broke me when I discovered that they recorded it in uh, October, November. Absolutely ruined the whole thing. I know. Thing. That, that, it does make it sort of, oh man, it's shit. Right. The movie's starting, John. It's absolutely happening. Now we've had all the stories and all the bits and pieces. Um, yep. This tidal wave's coming at them. As they're singing Old Lang Syne, um, they hit a hard left because it's coming right at them. Uh, it hits them on the side. Alarms go in uh, and all the guests start to pretend to fall over. Yes. <laughs> that was good. Uh, and when the wave hits, the ship tips. These people kind of start falling. Uh-huh. And then as it continues to tip, all the tables and stuff are still stuck to the roof. One guy slips down. Uh-huh. Did you see what happened to him? Gets absolutely crushed by this piano. Yes. But and, and another one falls into the plate glass window on the other side. Into the lights, where the lights <laughs> yeah. would have been. Yeah. So That was a, brilliant. There's a lot the of lights. stuff going on. That bit sort of annoyed me because as it fell to the side, tables were easily moved. But as it went upside down, tables were solid static. People were hanging on them. I was like, but, like, but they're built like they are built like that on the ships. So things will be bungeed. Mm-hmm. If there's any rocking, and and often tables in case the in case of anything serious 
buffering. Tables are bolted to the ground. I bet that's what I'm saying. So when it was stuck to the side and they were front to side, people were falling. All right, some fell off. Yeah, some fell and then some didn't. Yeah, exactly. I've got a couple of facts on the run up to this. So he says that they had a seismic reading from Athens. Mm -hmm. So I was looking this up. There's over 150 modern seismic stations distributed globally. And there is one in Athens at the National Observatory of Athens. All right. Okay. Um, the before they go, so as they're going, he asks his second officer, I think, to call in a Mayday. Mm-hmm. So I looked up Mayday. So Mayday uh, derives from the French word Medea, which means help me, uh, and it was shortened from Venez Medea, which means come help me. All right. Wow. Come help me. Uh, it's uh, also Grace Jones. <laughs> Medea. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and Poseidon as well, I looked him up. So this 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 was my fact that, that blew me away. So I just thought he was the Greek god of the sea. But it turns out he's the god of earthquakes and horses. All right, fantastic. He's also Zeus's brother. And uh, that lightning thief film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what God. Do you, what do you mean, real life? Oh, no. Bad. They, they were short-lived, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Harry Harry Potter and the, the sea thieves. Yeah, that's it. I think they tried to jump on that, didn't they? Uh, Roman name for Poseidon, of course, is Neptune, their version. Uh, then the non, non-union equivalent <laughs> is <laughs> Neptune. Yeah. Uh, rogue waves, as you mentioned them, defined as waves whose height is more than twice the significant wave height, or SWH. Uh, right. Single white female, that's a good thing. <laughs> Which is itself it. defined as the mean of the largest third of waves in recent wave record. So it's basically it's a, like a median mean kind of scoring. Right. For waves, you mentioned earthquakes, the Richter scale. The Richter scale is used to rate the magnitude of earthquakes, the amount of energy it's released. Uh, the bit of kit they use to check is called the seismograph. Yep. And the largest earthquake is known to be the Great Chilean Earthquake, 22nd of May, 1960, uh, the most powerful ever recorded. Various studies have placed it at 9.4 and 9.6 on what is known as the Moment Magnitude Scale, or the MMS. Well, I thought it was a picture message. <laughs> <laughs> Still cost you 35p in 2021. Get out. <laughs> But the big sister, the annoying sister, is stuck on kind of the underside of this table. Uh, she's Susan. And it's bolted to the floor, well, now the ceiling. They form this parachute, like a fireman's parachute, to catch her uh, with the tablecloth. She jumps and they save her. Um, she does that just as the steel Christmas tree falls on people. Yeah. She falls on people. It looked lethal, um, didn't it? It did look pretty nasty inside. Uh, at this point, the purser said, look, that the ship won't sink because it's got watertight compartments. Stay here until you're saved. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So that's that's the instructions that we've got. Mr. Martin explains it's probably a good idea to head up because if they go up, a rescue will come through the hull, which is now above the above the sea. Yeah. Now we see at this point Roddy McDowell's character. Mm-hmm. And he's injured. He can't make his way down. His dodgy injured leg. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And his 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 dodgy injured leg is just as bad as his accent. Oh, it's really bad. <laughs> and he <laughs> he says, "No, I can't make it down." He says, "But you know, we can we can make our way up to the hall from here." What's his name? Acres. So, Acres. Acres. That's Acres. it. Acres. 
so they decide to to head up. Um, the little boy, genius, the rescue will come through the hull. At the aft, it's only one inch thick. So it has to be only one inch thick so that you can get the the propellers through, the rudders through. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's one inch thick, so that's the best place to go to. So they use the Christmas tree to climb up. The uh-huh. purse is kicking off. He's not having any of it. Uh, little Robin is the little boy and Susan. They go up first of all. Reverend Scott's in charge. Uh, Mrs. Rosen uh, says, you know, look, take take the necklace to our grandson. Uh, and uh, he's like, she's Mr. Scott, a fat woman like me can't climb. <laughs> Which is, you know, it's kind of like, wow, okay. She's just completely she, given she up. She embraces it. Yeah. He so, convinces her to, you know, to do so. Uh, there's life up there for her. Uh, so, uh, does Mr. It, so, so does the film. So I don't know if you noticed this. Did, did you notice what they did with the, the girls in the film? No. So Susan goes up, oh, you need to take your skirt off. Yes. The singer goes up, oh, take your skirt off. Now Mrs. Rosen's wearing the exact same kind of skirt. Oh, yeah. get up there. <laughs> Not a thing. Yeah, yeah, so. no, we don't need yeah, we don't need <laughs> we to don't see you. Nobody uh, got time yeah, for that. Fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, okay. You well, that's the that's the seventies for you. That's so me. That's that's niche now. She'd probably have an OnlyFans. Oh, oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she'd well, be she'd making be more money than anybody else. Absolutely. Definitely. She'd be she'd be swimming in it. Mm. Maybe for a little bit later on that one. <laughs> now Mr. Martin finds Nonny the singer and explains, because she's like, oh, no, my brother won't wake up. My brother won't wake up. No, no, he's dead. <laughs> come on, you've got to come along. I'm nothing without my brother. He's all right, and I fancy him. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that was touching the hair earlier on. That, yeah. that, that creeped me out a wee bit. Because see the bit where they're, where they're actually they're, they're practising and she walks up and touches his hair. Don't know if you noticed, but this, the guy behind them playing an instrument gives her such a weird look as if, why you fancy him and no me? I did not see that. Yeah, it's just a weird moment. That's its own. Uh, that's its own very very niche uh, uh, section on Pornhub, isn't it? Exactly. That's that's a category right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's climbing up. And she gets stuck. <laughs> Mrs. Rosen, Reverend Scott pushes her up by the arse. I'm so sorry for being so familiar. <laughs> Get up there. A, I, I think if you think about it, because in 1972. It's still, it's still kind of a golden age in cinema. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, for big yeah. mo- for big films, big movies in the states. Yeah, it's big such stars. A, so yeah, it's yeah. such an old fashioned flick, really, in many ways. Uh, there's only a small number of them following. Most are sticking with the uh, with the person. The person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the old priest is staying with those that 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 won't leave because he feels he's got no choice. Uh, Reverend Scott explains there's n- there's no one coming to save them. The purser orders people to stay. He's like, I order you. He knows nothing about this ship. Like, you you can't order. These people are passengers. You cannot order them. I know. Um, one last appeal and nobody else is going for it. Right. As, they, as they're leaving, there's an explosion of water comes in through mm-hmm. the... Through the thing, looks fantastic. Well, looks looks great. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and everybody runs from it. Um, they start climbing up the tree now. Now they're climbing. Well, now good, they're yeah. climbing, but there's too many of them. Um, so the tree, the tree falls. He can't keep the tree. Scott can't keep the tree. So the tree falls, and, and and basically crashes to the ground. And there's nothing they can do. So we have they have to leave them uh, and head through to the galley. Now, 
They'd shut the door as well. <laughs> yeah, shut the door behind them. <laughs> Slowly as well, which made it even more creepy. <laughs> yeah, as he's Slowly. watching them die. Yeah. yeah. Um, cheery this, thanks to the National Accident Helpline, every year about 1,000 people in the UK are injured by their Christmas tree, usually whilst fixing decorations to the higher branches. Around 350 people a year are hurt by Christmas tree lights. What? No mention of anybody being crushed to death by a big metal Christmas tree on a sinking ship. It was a hell of a size, It's a bit niche, though, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Akers, Akers says, uh, Oh, we've got to go through the galley to get me lucky charms, say. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's now the Irish. Do, 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 do. Hey, hey, put the galley, though. Hey, come on. Hey, ha. Come, Ed. Hey, through the galley. Come on. Uh, yeah, he's awful. I he mean, goes, we know he's not a bad moment. actor. I know. We know he's not a bad actor. What the fuck's going on no, here? No, I should have just stuck with one accent. Yeah, exactly. Reverend Scott goes through this fire door and into the galley. There's burnt out corpses everywhere. Uh, on his return, he asks Akers, which is the best way out of the ship? Because Robin's such an annoying, precocious kid, he knows because he's a little smart ass. Yeah. He's yeah, been at the he's boiler room and, yep. and he's been to Broadway as well. Broad, was it called Broadway? He, yeah, Broadway. What was Broadway? So I think it's is it not a, just a, a corridor at least for one end of the ship to the other? Exactly. Yeah. And as we discovered when we were talking about Escape from New York, Broadway goes the entire way up New York's Manhattan, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, it goes yeah. all the way up from the kind of the, the top to the bottom. Heads the name Broadway. So they're heading up to the boiler room. Rogo's got a real problem with Scott. What I don't like about you, Reverend, is your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Which has come from nowhere. He's doing nothing but being, uh, you know, a good leader. <laughs> he's always good, though, is like that. Now here, see? <laughs> yeah. he's, maybe you don't like looking at yourself, Mr. Rogo. That's what I'm say that. Yeah. They pull up Mrs. Rosen on this fire hose up this kind of this stairway. Yeah. <laughs> like the travelator on Gladiator. Because <laughs> he's helping her up into Rogo, but he's standing behind her, like pushing up. Yeah. 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 Um, and the little boy's like, oh, don't, don't worry, Mrs. Rosen. I helped my dad pull a 600 pound swordfish out of the water in the Caribbean. <laughs> Maybe that. Hurry up, you fat bastard. <laughs> yeah, kind of shift it. <laughs> Shift it, you big old dame. Um, the water's almost caught up with them on the floor below, so it's time to move on. They head up a duct, and Mrs. Rowe goes, like, uh, uh, I'm going first, in case her fat ass gets stuck in there. And it's kind of like, let's just call her fat all the way through I the know. movie. They really yeah, did, You didn't couldn't they? do it today. You oh, God, no. It was of its time, to be honest. It was of its yeah, time. you shouldn't. Mr. Martin's last, and he's being followed by Acres. The vent leads up to this pipeline flooded at the bottom. Now, mm -hmm. they've got this ladder to climb. You can help me out on this one. As they're heading up, Robin's like, oh, sorry about the 600-pound fish comment. <laughs> She's like, all this going on, and uh, this is what you're worried about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought as well. Like, all the things to worry about. There's this explosion, and I need you to clarify something for me here this explosion and acres falls into the water yes which looks like it's boiling hot it looks mm -hmm. like boiling hot water yeah and i thought the first time because i've watched it twice this this festive season the it first could. time i watched it he's boiled to death 
Yeah. But then Rogo Rogo jumps in. Yeah, yeah. To help him. Mm -hmm. And he he can't. So he doesn't boil. I assume it's because of his bad leg he can't swim. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. Because he's got a bad leg, he couldn't swim. That's that's how I go for that. And that's the end of his terrible accent. (laughs) So long, everybody. Good boy. (laughs) (laughs) That was bad. Yeah, it was. They're climbing up this ladder, this huge ladder, and at the top, they see a group of people being led by the doctor to the bow. Now, we'd seen the doctor earlier on with yeah. Mrs. Um, Miss, Mrs. Rogo. By the way, that nurse, did you, uh, this this one of these little silly silly facts that you got, that nurse in that scene with Mrs. gives Mrs. Rogo the tablets, Yeah, she that was Irving Allen's wife. The oh, producer. right, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did have that, yeah. But I'd missed it. They're, they're heading to the front of the ship. Mm-hmm. Because the front of the ship is is I don't know I don't know what the I don't know what they think it is but they're heading to the front of the ship so that's the point so they're following the doctor the doctor won't listen that it's the wrong way in spite of the fact that Scott's told them uh, Scott yells that Rogo should have been looking out for acres and Reverend Scott explains he'll lead them to the back of the ship but Rogo gives him fifteen minutes or they're following the doctor yeah so. Scott comes to a dead end. Turns out Susan's followed him. They're not giving up. <laughs> Mrs. Rosen, they're looking for bits and pieces, aren't they? They're looking for kind of food and, yeah. and things that they can use, first aid Toilet kits roll. and things like that. <laughs> yeah. um, Mrs. Rosen says, I hope if anybody's saved, it's the two children. And I'm going, okay, that's Ooh, nice. Sweet. He's yeah. likable character, but not a very likable actor. <laughs> As we all know. Um, Scott and Susan find a ladder up. Yeah, she, she really fancies him, doesn't she? She, she really does, is. yeah. She's yeah, she's got a real crush on him, but he's the hero. So he says, Look, I'm gonna go up this ladder and this will take me to the bridge. And we'll and we'll we'll see. You go back and tell them. And if I'm not back in 15 minutes, absolutely go back. Aye. Um uh, Nonny and Mr. Martin find this barber's set, which looks brilliant <laughs> looks upside good, down. Completely <laughs> untouched. Looks super. Uh, Nonny says she can't go on without. Teddy or Freddy or whatever he was called. Uh, Martin says, look, in time, you, you'll you see. You'll learn that you, you are better than you think you are. Um, the rest of the gang have found ropes, an axe, and some brandy. I'm going to level with you, John. I'm giving up there and then. I've got a bottle of, I got a bottle of Cuvazier. I'm just You're just sitting there, there doing nothing. Absolutely. Nothing. And yeah, it, yeah. And the boy's got some life jackets, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> <Yeah>, life jackets. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit too loud. Oh, he goes to the John, doesn't he? He goes to the bathroom. That's uh, you know, I can't. Even, so I've looked at why they call it the John. It seems to think it's because the inventor of the working flushing toilet is a guy called Sir John Harrington. John. Yeah. Thomas Crapper is the other guy, <laughs> isn't it? Thomas <laughs> Crapper. Uh, well, well, everyone knows that. It's well known. <laughs> <laughs> Susan runs back to them to say that um, he's gone missing and that they need to go and save him. Uh, Rogo tells them that they're going to the front. Here comes Scott, steaming out. He's found the engine room, but they have to move fast because there's a fucking sea coming in. As if you <laughs> yeah. uh, they head up this ladder and shut the hatch behind them. So to get to the engine room, they've got to swim 35 feet to get there. Arguably the best bit of the film, this. Yes, yeah, it was well yeah, done. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Great. Yeah. Um, 35 feet to get there. Attach a rope so that everyone can follow along. Mrs. Rosen states that she was New York swimming champion as a teenager mm-hmm. and can hold her breath for a long time. 
she's trained to do it. She says, I might be old and I might be overweight, but I'm trained to do it. Now, another great fact here, and I learned this, Rachel and I were watching it uh, on YouTube. There's a little kind of of the time and making of a short kind of coming soon, this film to, to a cinema near you. Mm-hmm. And here's a making of the Poseidon Adventure. And they're kind of doing a bit on the set and things. And when they're asking Shelley Winters, she says, oh yeah, I could, I'm a very good swimmer. I was taught to swim by Johnny Weissmuller. Do you know who Johnny Weissmuller is, John? Is he an Olympian? The, correct. Olympian and the original Tarzan. Oh, wow. In those Jesus. black and white Tarzan movies. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? You Jesus, like that one, that's right? good. I enjoyed yeah, I enjoyed. You would. Wiseman's. Mrs. Rosen swims through. Oh, because uh, the Reverend stuck, didn't he? Yeah. So the Reverend swims through uh, and we don't hear anything. So Mrs. Rosen just dives in and swims, and she finds that he's stuck under this bit of steel that's yeah. not a bit just of steel, it's a bit of polystyrene. <laughs> yeah. um, she saves him. They make it to the other side, and she's a hero, and she's like, I told you, didn't I tell you? And as she's climbing out, she's a heart attack and dies. <laughs> I know, that, that's wow. so weird. It's like, what a way to kill them. It's like, yeah, under the water, I'm, I'm, I'm as late as a feather, and it's like, yeah. getting out yeah. the water. Should I go to the so, bloody water then? Yeah. <laughs> she gives Reverend Scott this necklace uh, to, to give to her husband because it's got the sign of life on it. And she wants to give that to uh, to the little boy. It's called a chai. Uh, it's the Hebrew word and symbol that means life, alive or living. And it is spelled with the Hebrew letters Chet and Yid. Man. Exciting, isn't it? Bit more. It's been a little while since you've done any kind of Yiddish. Hebrew or Yiddish <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah. It's been a while since you've had to crack open the bloody uh, dictionary. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't need to for that. That's not in there, unfortunately. That's not in the uh, not in the dictionary. But the internet uh, saved me on that one. The internet shall provide. The internet provided for these couple of goins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Rogo swims through to find out what's taking them so long. He sees Mrs. Rosen. He's gone, he's dead. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's talked to, oh, Mrs. Rogan, thank you very much, thank you very much, and kind of grabs him. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit, like he's talking to the corpse, isn't he? He doesn't get it at all. So Rogo goes back through, but doesn't explain that she died. Yeah. So it's just come through. So they, they kind of go through. Except Nonny explains that other than being a pitiful character, she also can't swim. Yeah. I mean, she is just she's a worst, isn't she? the use the most uh, useless character. And I not, get you've no, got to have them. Turns in real life she's a great swimmer. But uh, Oh right, yeah, okay. Yeah, I read about that. Okay. She turns but it, she's it, good it bothers me so much because these these two Waynes are, are brilliant characters, you know, they the they just yeah, get on with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, the kids yeah. just get on with it. And this true, true. I mean hippie. Damn hippie. <laughs> so as they swim through uh Albertson spots that his wife's died. Mr. Roberts, Mrs. Rosen is there. But they have to move on because the water is coming because yeah. they're in the sea. They're still in the sea, just in case you've forgotten, listeners. It's gone on a bit, but they're still in the sea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Martin drags Nonny through, basically. She doesn't have to swim. She just has to hold on to the bit of bloody yeah, yeah, rope. That's, she, that's all she needs to do. Um, it's a touching moment for Mr. and Mrs. Rosen. Mr. Rosen needs to be convinced to leave her body. Mm-hmm. Um, but by who else? It's got to be the Reverend because he's yeah. the hero of the piece. Uh, they head up this wreckage, which is just like the bloody industrial zone of the Crystal Maze. <laughs> <laughs> There's another tremor, and Linda Rogo just falls into some fiery wreckage. Yeah. Just, ah, just dead. <laughs> dead, gone. 
you could see her jumping. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah. Rogo's like, you took the only thing from me that I ever loved in the whole my world. You took my cab <laughs> and my hat, my hat. <laughs> so all, he, all he ever wanted to do was sit in that theatre and watch the musicals. Uh, exactly, watch the men dance. Oh, lovely. Touching moment. Um, there's this broken pipe spewing steam which is blocking the door. The valves above the fiery wreckage. Um, so screaming at the sky, Scott's like, well, what more do you want us to do? To, obviously to God, what more do you want us to do? Uh, what he does is he basically does monkey bars onto this valve. He said, do you want another life? Why don't you just take me? And he turns this valve. Uh-huh. Fantastically by, strong. By gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And there's no way back. So he just drops into the fire. He says, oh, you've got to keep going. You've got to keep going. And then he just drops into the fire and dies. And that's, that's our hero. That's dead, yeah, yeah. You know, back then would never have happened, and and certainly doesn't know. happen now with nah. the state of the studios as it is now. Uh, Rogo basically has to get them through. Uh, what kind of policeman were you? You've done nothing but beef and complain. Are you going out with a whimper? <laughs> <laughs> that is, was it, is, good. A, is a great yeah. line. Um, That's it, right. Leads them to them, door. Yeah. Uh, Robin explains that they're in Shaft Alley. It's the alley that won't cop out when they're sinking all about, I assume. <laughs> I like it. I like what you did there, mate. I like it. I hope you might. Uh, they hammer on the hull and scream as this team cut through the hull. Yeah. These rescuers, how many are there? Six. Like, <laughs> six? They look at each other. Anybody else? Anybody from the bow? No, just you. We're just saving you. They get out onto this set. Brilliant map painting and a helicopter. They get in a helicopter and away they go. Great. I had such a good time both times. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, in my head, I got this mixed up with the second one. I was expecting Taylor Savalas to look through with his lollipop. <laughs> Who loves you, Neptune? <laughs> I've not seen the second one. Is it? Is it fun? Is it oh, fun? I've never seen it, but when I was looking at the reviews, the reviews are terrible in comparison. They've got a lot of stars in, but yeah, it was... Michael Caine? Yeah, Caine's in it, yep. Yeah, the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. My cocaine. My cocaine. My cocaine. <laughs> I won't save another Tally <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Shelley Winters gained £35 for the part. Ooh. Uh, I gained £35 this Christmas. But <laughs> <laughs> I gained £35 just watching it. You know they best. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the morning after song also—I don't know why this isn't where I thought it was. Morning after song also uh, was written in one night, apparently. Oh, really? Mm, apparently. No. Uh, the average person can hold their breath for thirty to ninety seconds. That's me out. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, just—I'm just so unfit. What else have you got? Uh, I have got. So that's 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 made me laugh. And it's only from a Scottish point of view that made me laugh. Because the mountain where Moses received the commandments was somewhere called Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. Right? Mount Sinai. And, yeah. and, and, and <laughs> I kept thinking was, do you Sinai? Aye, I do, big man. Aye, Jesus was there, the whole lot. That's niche. Yeah, that's... Uh, the highest recorded wave was 62.3 feet. And a young boy talks about SS Andrea Doria. Is that right? So it was an ocean liner uh, from the Italian line. Um, it sank in 1956. Out of the 1,706 passengers and crew, 1,660 were rescued and 46 lives were lost 
Apparently, they're saying it was a collision with two boats, but they can't they can't confirm it. So that was that was the boat that he was talking about. It stayed afloat for eleven days. Oh, that is interesting stuff. Anything else? Uh, Jusena, eh? <laughs> no. <laughs> well done. <laughs> uh, the dining room scene reuses part of the restaurant set from Hello, Dali, and sets from Cleopatra. How the fuck does that work? Oh, Jesus. Coming at you. Not, not famous for their uh, Christmas trees, the Egyptians, were they? <laughs> uh, when lifting the tree, Ernest Borgnine mutters, Holy fuck, it's heavy. Aye. This was a genuine reaction that was kept in the film. Yeah, I remember that, actually. <laughs> always like those. Uh, people that turned down roles, uh, Burt Lancaster turned down Reverend Frank Scott. Oh. Worst film, I would argue, uh, with, with him in. This one astounded me. Gene Wilder turned down James Martin. Mr. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. So, for me, Gene Wilder potentially better. I think so. I, but, I definitely think so. You know, I, I, all, all, all I can think is, uh, I'm, I, I'm hysterical. I'm hysterical. I'm wet and hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. Producers is a great film. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, uh, some of the pre-capsized sequences were shot above the Queen Mary, aboard the Queen Mary at Long Beach, California. That's where the Doc uh, New, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was in service 1936-1967. We've already talked about the ballroom being an exact duplicate. You can go and have a look at the Queen Mary in Long Beach, by the way. However, the city uh, have, earlier this year, taken control of it because people that had owned it had not done any repairs to it. It wasn't far off sinking, uh, and it was just unpaid, unpaid taxes oh, well. and things Jesus like that. So cities, cities taking control of that, which I, uh, which I'm quite interested to. Let's just take. make it enough to get themselves afloat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one: the galley is a kitchen or ship, uh, a kitchen in a ship or on an aircraft. That is the lot. What yeah. an adventure! What an adventure that was. Yeah, it's a great. Great lot of fun. How do you think we've done while I top them up? 86. Oh, a good bit lower, John. It's been a while since you've uh, overshot the mark. That's not what Kirsty says. But, yeah. 72? Uh, 74. Still 74. Decent. Still decent 75. because all the stuff happens at the beginning. All the, yeah. all the bus stuff we go, and then as it happens, it just there's nothing else to see. Yeah, and look, these these are always our worst worst performing episodes. Ones that are films from before people were born. In one location as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a very, very bodily kind of... It it could be, arguably, if it wasn't such a big set thing, it could be a a show. It could be a stage show, Mm -hmm. arguably. In many ways, yeah. Um, Yeah, so look, listeners, of course, you know you can find us online wherever you find your podcast but you know that because you're listening to us you might be listening to us on youtube on our youtube channel if that's the case please uh like subscribe do all that kind of carry on but most importantly check out our back catalog we've got plenty of disaster movies we've got a whole heap of uh festive things including last year's episode on new year's eve which is new year's (laughs) eve related that was a much worse film but it was arguably one of our funner episodes <laughs> because we, uh, we we were pained to do it. Get us on Twitter at 100thingspod. Get us on Facebook or Instagram at 100thingsfilm. 
We're on TikTok. We're not doing that a lot at the moment, but we will change that in the new year. Um, most importantly, uh, we are wherever you get your pods and wherever you can leave a review, which you can do on Spotify now. Give us five stars on Spotify because it helps us get above uh, all the pretentious uh, film podcasters because we're just a couple of stupid lads yeah, who just, who just started the, this as a way to talk to one once a week the, during, the, uh, during the lockdown uh, and now just enjoy uh, enjoy the sound of our, <laughs> our really voices. Mm, as the year goes on, we've got some very, very special uh, programming coming up. We've got a couple of months that are already planned and we are going to start welcoming on guests eventually. Uh, but we were just missing one another, I think. Yeah, it was too long. We went for a long stage of, of, of guests, when it was great. I loved it. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes you just need to bounce about the banter. Bounce if you've banter. messaged us about coming on the podcast, we will get you on. Uh, if you haven't messaged us about getting on the podcast, do that, do that. Yeah, absolutely do that. Pay us, pay us some money uh, to do so. John, what you got to say? Uh, so 2021, coming to an end, it's been a bit of a tough year. For everybody, I'm hoping our show's just giving you that little, little, little bit of happiness because it's given us a lot of happiness. So I'm just hoping it's doing for you what it's done for us, and I hope you still enjoy it. I, I'm I'm hoping our show's a suppository for people. <laughs> it's not even worth shoving up your ass. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, thanks for all the support, and as we move into our third year. Of broadcasting, Jesus. bloody hell, third year of creating nonsense content that a handful of people listen to, <laughs> then we uh, we will do so. John, I I love this. I I'm, We're not going to stop anytime soon. It's great nope. fun. Yeah, um, it really is. Listeners, he's been the big fella. I've been the wide fella. And this has been 74 things we learned from a sinky, sinky ship. Poseidon Adventure. See ya. See you guys.